Hello everyone, my name is Caleb Walgren. You're listening to Season 3, Episode 136 of Brody Sports Talk. I am your humble host, Caleb Walgren, and I am joined by a man who's trying to get his investments together and put in a bid to be the owner of the Denver Broncos. That is the man, the myth, the legend, Derek Resnick. Derek, how are you doing, man? Hey, so uh, do they still take Bitcoin? I mean... It might not be worth it to you to give up your Bitcoin, depending on uh, how much you have there. Uh, so I bit a coin, and uh, it's still it's still twenty five cents. It's about all I can spare for uh, for a, for a Broncos, but hopefully they will uh, they'll go public or something like that, and uh, I can be a, a a owner of a football team like you. I mean, there's always a chance. There's always a chance. So on today's episode, we're gonna go ahead and. We're not quite ready to go ahead and start doing our Super Bowl previews. We're going to launch those tomorrow. But first things first, we want to talk about some of the news and notes around the NFL in the last week or so. Going to hit on four NFL coaching hires, a couple of other coach news topics, and some NFL retirements that are worth discussing. So... First, I want to go ahead and pass it to Derek and let him talk about the New York Giants and their hiring of Brian Dabble. What do you want to say about Dabble, Derek? Okay, so this is one of my favorite hires, probably my second favorite hire of this cycle thus far. We'll figure out what my first one is here in just a minute. Um, but um, Josh Allen came out of a small school. Um, and struggled for a couple of years in the NFL. People doubted what his um, what he could do and who he could be and if he could be a starting quarterback. Um, in came Brian Dable and really made Josh Allen who he is today and um, really turned around a, a, frail, a failing franchise. And yes, I know he's just the offensive coordinator in this whole thing, but the the use of certain players within his offense was very important, and the way that he was given a free reign over what would be the the keys to the kingdom, basically. This is. Um, the quarterback is, for lack of a better term, the best supposed to be the most important player on your team. So that means that all about Josh Allen, I think that Brian Dable can turn around the Giants. Now, with that being said, this is a very large ship that is going to take some time to do that. I do not think they're going to win the East next year. Um, I don't think that they're even going to win the East two years from now. But if given time, if given resources, and the media market does not come up to eat him alive, I think this is the best coach out of this cycle going to a really good uh, location. What my hope is, is that we see Daniel Jones for the player that was drafted versus him tripping over his own two feet last year um, on a long run there he's he's big he's strong he 
He can play the position. We know that. So what I want to say is Saquon. I want to see Denny Dimes. And uh, I want to see this offense grow into something that can be good for a while. Like you said before, we're talking about investments. This is an investment for the future for the Giants. And I think this was the, like I said, second best hire for a, a team. Do you have any thoughts? To have, have I covered everything for the Giants? I, I think you have. If anything, it's interesting. I mean, he has a connection with their new GM, which True. we'll probably talk about that a little bit more here in a Interesting. Few and if nothing else, Dabble had interviewed around last year, and it felt like he should have probably gotten a job then. The Bills came back. Josh Allen looked fantastic again. I'm happy for him. You know, at some point you've paid your dues and you deserve to get a shot coaching a team. Speaking of a man who has paid his dues and is now at the right time to coach an NFL team, I want to go ahead and talk about the Chicago Bears' new head coach, Matt Eberflew, which uh, I do want to give a shout-out to myself. When we were going through right after the firings, I said that the Bears should hire Matt Eberflew to be their next head coach and rebuild the monsters of the midway. I don't know if, you know, Bears leadership listens to our podcast. We do get most of our listeners in Illinois out of the Chicago area. So I think that it's very possible that they they heard me and took me up on my, uh, my genius there. Uh, but not to toot my own horn too much. I do think that it's an interesting hire. We primarily know him as the defensive coordinator of the Indianapolis Colts. Before that, he has an interesting coaching background. He actually started off at Toledo, working there under current Falcons defensive coordinator Dean Pease as a linebackers coach. Worked his way up there, ended up following Gary Pinkle to Missouri to be their defensive coordinator for several years. Left there and went and worked as a linebackers coach under Rob Ryan in Cleveland and then in Dallas. And then he learned the 4-3 a little bit more under Monty Kiffin and Rod Marinelli. That's his background before he took over in Indianapolis, and he ran a 4-3 very successfully there. Darius Leonard was a great linebacker. I think Roquan Smith is really someone who could thrive in this system in Chicago. And really the questions all are going to end up coming on the offensive side of the ball. But I think that the Bears are looking at it and saying, when was the last time we even had any success it was a long time ago under a defensive coach who is named Levy Smith, who did not do a great job typically of managing quarterbacks, but he did do a good job of coaching a great defense with a great 4-3 defense with Brian Erlacher. And you're going back to what you know and trust and what feels familiar after hiring different offensive minds from the CFL, from the Chiefs, you just kind of had to say, let's start over. Let's go with the defensive guy, a young defensive guy that can be our head coach for the next 10 to 15 years. And Eberflew's actually in his 50s. He's probably one of the older coaches that's going to get hired during this coaching cycle. But I'm excited for Chicago for what they're going to do, even though they have another NFL head coach named Matt after they just fired Matt Nagy. Uh, they're, I don't know if you saw this, Derek. They're GM... Uh, was Ryan Pace, and now it is also Ryan. So they went from mm -hmm. Ryan and Matt to Ryan and Matt, 
Very creative and original, Chicago. Uh, anything you want to add about Eberflu before we uh, go to your hometown team? Yeah, so I want to um, to give you a little secret, a little, little background information. So the Chicago Bears listen to our podcast to pick up some analysis on the Packers. So you have been destroying your team this entire time. So... They, uh, they, they sent me a message while you were, while you were talking and saying, Hey, don't let him know that, uh, we, we know you guys are so knowledgeable and do such a good job that we had to pick up some tips on how the Packers were doing. And so we listened to your podcast. So just so you know, owner of the Packers, you have, uh, you have hurt your team. I'm sorry. Quit being so good at your job. How about that? I mean, I'm not necessarily sorry about that. Yeah. Uh, Derek, let's go ahead and go to Denver and hear your thoughts about new Broncos head coach Nathaniel Hackett, apparently also claiming to be potentially the sexiest head coach in the NFL. That bald head of his is very sexy. Um, So after two uh, coaches that are defensive-minded, um, we have an offensive-minded coach. Um, this is really good. I'm really happy to see that um, the management of the team has finally figured out that they play in the AFC West. Um, Patrick Mahomes is there, and he's going to be there for um, another $450 million. Um, Justin Herbert is uh, is going to be there for a little while. I mean, I don't think he's going to take a step back at all. And uh, the Raiders still exist. Um, we'll talk about them here in a minute, and they should go uh, take, a, take a long walk off a short pier, uh, I mean, in my personal mind, but they are also a, a team that is going to, uh, we're gonna have to play games against. So just taking the Chiefs and the Chargers, um, you're going to have to outscore them once in a while. Um, in the NFL, the defense, um, the defense is going to win you championships. We've seen what happened this last week. They were not anywhere near the scoring that I thought they were going to be. And everyone saw what happened to Patrick Mahomes with that second half defense. That being said, my hope is that we find a temporary QB um, this year, um, either a person who is currently on the staff, a.k.a. Drew Locke, with this new offensive-minded coach, or we bring in someone as a temporary retread, a a veteran quarterback presence, and they're able to do something with this. I liked at the early part of this season that we brought in Teddy Bridgewater, but I don't think that the offensive coordinator or any of the offensive staff knew what to do with Teddy Bridgewater. He was very limited, and they didn't run the ball effectively with two great backs. I'm going to go on and on and on about this. Uh, I think that he has a great presence. He has a great energy. um, And Nathaniel Hackett is a a really good hire for the Broncos, especially going into um, they're going to be sold probably this year. And so to get your money's worth, you're going to to want to have a, a highlight for the future. And I think this is a home run hire. Speaking of uh, 
people who might be former Broncos. Uh, let's go ahead and talk about those Raiders, uh, Las Vegas Raiders now, and uh, Josh McDaniels. It's an interesting one. Uh, Las Vegas went ahead and hired the de facto GM who was running things for Bill Belichick to be their GM. And then also said, uh, let's go ahead and bring McDaniels in. And, you know, if the Texans are Patriots South, the Raiders are now Patriots West. It's going to be intriguing to see how they kind of do things. I know that typically with how they don't value the running back position, I'm not expecting Josh Jacobs to get his fifth-year option picked up this offseason, which will be quite interesting to see if that comes true. And it's just something where I feel like this is Mark Davis saying, who is a big name that I can go bring in and do my thing because I don't, I don't even know if Mark Davis is wholly invested in winning games as much as he might be in winning newspaper headlines. I mean, that's what he did with his last head coaching hire. He went and got John Gruden. Clearly he didn't necessarily vet him or anything like that to see if he was on the up and up. Uh, I highly doubt that he did that with Josh McDaniels in this situation. Didn't even call the Broncos and say, hey, what were your issues with McDaniels when he was there 10 years ago? Uh, it, it's really weird to feel like Josh McDaniels is still only 45 and he's not been a head coach since 2010 of the Broncos. Not to mention his horrific stint as the offensive coordinator of the St. Louis Rams. He is so lucky that Bill O'Brien left and took another job so that he could get back to New England where... He probably should have taken the Colts job where he had hired Matt Eberflew to be the defensive coordinator before Frank Reich took over the staff. But no, he couldn't go and take the Colts job then. He's taking a job with a less successful organization in the Las Vegas Raiders four years later because apparently he thought Belichick was going to step down when Brady left and he didn't. Is this a bit of an odd rant? Yes, it's the Raiders. Yes, it's Josh McDaniels. I don't know what is expected, anything other than some odd ranting and raving, because the Raiders just, they could have kept Basaccia. If you don't want to keep Basaccia and Mayock for one more year, I don't know that McDaniels is the right fit. Uh, there's a lot of reports of the players being disappointed that they have brought McDaniels in. I don't even know that I felt like Basaccia really interviewed for the full-time gig. Uh, just, it feels like Mark Davis being uh, his father's son. The apple did not fall far from the tree, and uh, the Raiders play in a black hole, and at least they get the to host the Pro Bowl this week. Uh, I don't have anything else positive to say about the Raiders. Derek, I know you don't have anything positive to say about the Raiders, so let's transition from a team that wears black and silver to a team that wears black and gold and is uh, in the market for uh, a new head coach. Uh, I'll let you announce the news. Yeah, so as uh, it came out earlier this week, a lot of news has come out this week that Sean Payton has stepped away from football for the foreseeable future. He is stepping down as the head coach of the New Orleans Saints. And... Uh, I think the Saints are are going to have to go into full-on rebuilding mode at this point. Not to say that they are not a good franchise, but they have uh, kicked the can down the road, as you will, 
for a while now. Um, they have not decided on their quarterback of the future, other than knowing that uh, they they know Ian Book is on the the staff. I mean, is on is on is in the quarterback room. He's clearly the best player. Um, if the, if you don't get that joke, uh, listen to our other episodes. I'm a Ian Book fan. Uh, but no, at this point, I think that it, it definitely goes um, that they're going to have to, to take that step back and send some pieces away. They don't have much cap space this year to bring in or to re-sign their own guys. So this is going to be, they're going to go back to the eights for a while, uh, early uh, mid-90s, uh, early 2000s, the uh the Saints did not win a lot of uh, games. Aaron Brooks was the best player that they had for a long while. Joe Horn, maybe uh, maybe as well. But uh, their fans would put uh, paper bags on their heads and, and write Aints rather than Saints on there uh, as they did not want to be known as a Saints fan. Um, Sean Payton changed a lot of that, um, and so did Hurricane Katrina. Did a... Uh, did a lot on what the city did at that point. So the next coach is going to have to be uh, a personality. Let's put it that way. The, that city needs someone who is going to, to steer the ship. And at this point, Sean Payton is not going to be that guy. So um, I'm a big fan of Sean Payton. I, don't, I think they did him wrong when it came to the recent movie that came out, having Kevin James playing him but uh caleb what, what thoughts do you have on, on sean payton any good thoughts any did he ever do anything to the packers that uh, you disliked i mean i again if you thought that belichick and brady went hand in hand sean payton and drew Brees in the saints careers went hand in hand Brees isn't there you could tell that they kind of stumbled around with some quarterback options this past year their salary cap is a mitigated disaster and they didn't even make the playoffs after salary cap wise, essentially being about as all in as the Rams. Uh, the Rams are in the Super Bowl and the Saints didn't make the playoffs. I think that tells you what you need to know about what kind of nightmare situation he would have been in if he would have gone back. I don't know that it's a forever step away. I think if it's, smart for him he might wait until that saints contract expires in 24 so that he can really go and take full advantage of anything without a team having to give up draft picks take three years off maybe work in a booth maybe work on one of those pre-game shows you know that sean payton talks too much to not get somewhere <laughs> um like yeah i really does uh, please do not start a podcast with Urban Meyer. That's my only suggestion, Sean Payton, uh, because I don't want to have to listen to that. I don't think that that would be uh, the right target for you. But I think that's about all I have to say there. Um, a, a good, uh, a good step, definitely. So let's go ahead and uh, not necessarily bury the lead here, but I just want to spend a few minutes and at least discuss the fact that. Today, Brian Flores did go ahead and filed a 58-page class action lawsuit against the NFL for discrimination, racial discrimination. And I think that that is 
at least 58 pages worth of points of teams making missteps and doing things the wrong way. I haven't fully read it. I probably will because 58 pages is a lot better than like a 300 page lawsuit. And I think that like many things that get brought up, I think that when there's smoke, there's fire. I don't think Brian Flores is wrong. We saw the text from Bill Belichick. Everyone on Twitter who saw the journal, the journalists, that journalist is probably is too broad of a word. The, the Schefters and the Rappaports and all those people screen gabbing that section of the lawsuit and tweeting that out. And that looks really bad. Um, do I also believe Bill Belichick is in his seventies and could easily t forget who he's texting? Yes. Does that mean the giants were in the wrong? Possibly. I mean, it's, they at least were not following the intent of the Rooney rule. They were basically like, Hey, we got to get an interview in with our new GM with, a black head coach so that we can say that we did that. The box has been checked. Okay, now go hire Brian Dabble. Like, is it a surprise that someone... I mean, Derek, you, you've heard me say this. I don't think that this comes as a surprise. Frequently, when we were talking about head coach candidates, I would, bring, I would say, take this GM, who's like an assistant GM or head of scouting, that knows the coach, and take the coordinator and take them as a pair. I think it's a brilliant move. The Giants did that from the Bills. I don't know if that means the Giants were racist, but they definitely flaunted the situation when that shouldn't ever happen. Uh, Derek, do you have any extra thoughts or anything to kind of add there other than, like I was trying to say, we're early in this process. I'm curious to see who joins him. Yeah, so I uh, I am not too much of a pride a proudful man to say I don't know, and at this point I don't know. My hope is that the information does come out the the truth of the matter, whether that is Brian Flores' truth, whether that is the team's truth. Um, I mean, my Broncos are are in the filing for some wrongdoing on there, so. You know, I, I might be a little biased when it comes to which side that I would choose, um, but I don't know yet. And my hope is that over the next few weeks, um, probably closer to a month, we can add a little bit of a, of a Brody bite into a, a future episode on the outcome of this lawsuit or, you know, the progress of it. So at this point, I don't have much. Um, just hope that... Uh, <laughs> There are changes in the future so that uh, everyone feels that this is the meritocracy versus a just good old boys club. A good old boys club. That's a very good. So a meritocracy versus a good old boys club. And I think that's a good way of putting it. So um, when I know more, I will tell you more. Um, until then, I am going to keep any uh, surface level opinions to myself. Well, with the coaching news done, let's go ahead and go over to the big name, big quarterbacks that have retired in the last week. The first one is not a surprise. Uh, it was 
seen millions of miles away all the way before the last season started. Big Ben has retired. I don't think anyone is taken aback by that. Derek, uh, what do you think Pittsburgh should do as far as finding a quarterback, or should they go with someone on the roster for next year? Yeah, so what everyone is saying right now, all the the Mel Kuypers and the and the the like are saying that this is going to be a very poor uh, QB draft class. That being said, there's probably going to be some open market QBs that you can have for just the year. Um, Dwayne Haskins, no matter what he's done in the past, he's been in Pittsburgh for, um, I think, a year now. And um, probably knows the system a little bit, um, knows how Pittsburgh is run. Of course, I'll just uh, shout out my own Mason Rudolph from my alma mater and said that he's been there for longer than dirt. And so, you know, hopefully if he's, if he's not the guy, then they need to, then he's not going to have a job next year. He's going to be on our podcast, probably talking about uh, sports because he, it's been enough time. If he can't, uh, can't avoid players' helmets, um, getting smacked in the head, then time to move on. Um, but I think that there are a couple of, I mean, if you could bring in Kenny Pickett um, from Pitt, he's going to come from the university. He's going to go to the NFL team. I mean, it's it sells tickets. If he's any, if he's halfway good, like people say he is, and um, and he learns how to slide properly, then um, you know there'd be a, a home run when it comes to the the quarterback position. Um, ben Roethlisberger has some big shoes to fill. And he's been there a, a, a good amount of time, longer than most quarterbacks last on a team, and uh, left a legacy that uh, I'm, I'm just hoping that Mike Tomlin next year keeps up his um, non-losing streak and they win enough games to get, you know, get that 9 or 10 wins um, and really fight for the playoffs because the, the, Steel, the Steelers being good is good for the NFL. So I might come out a little bit out of left field on this one for you, Derek. I think that the Steelers, yes, Haskins and Rudolph, are they've been told they're going to be part of a competition. I'm fine with that. Get Obtain another quarterback via trade for, on the cheaper side. The two that I have in mind is I would go with someone like Teddy Bridgewater because I don't think that he's mm-hmm. going to stay in Denver. Uh, possibly a Sam Darnold out of Carolina because that situation did not go so great this past year. But the name that I think that really fits is Jimmy Garoppolo. I think if you can get Jimmy Garoppolo, he's on the final year of his contract. Uh, It's only going to cost San Francisco like 1.4 mil in dead cap to trade him. If you can get him for a second, I think that that's a steal for them. Then... Because, let's face it, Jimmy G on the Steeler or on the 49ers is what they want him to do on the Steelers. We have a fantastic defense. Just go out there and don't screw it up for us on offense. Because <laughs> Tomlin and the defense are the team that's supposed to get it done. But Roethlisberger looked so bad as a passer. Najee Harris got, I think, 300 or plus touches as a rookie. Yeah, I'm worried about what's going to happen there. I think Jimmy G at least... 
He's about as close to a plug-and-play as I can think of out there. Uh, last but not least, uh, former Patriot and Buccaneers quarterback Tom Brady is retiring with seven rings. Uh, a lot of people refer to him as the GOAT, and we would at least have to do right by giving the GOAT his send-off and saying, welcome to, I believe it's what, the 2027 uh, Pro Football Hall of Fame class, because when those five years are up, he's in. Uh, I don't think that there's any debate about that. Not necessarily the way he wanted to end his career, I'm sure, but let's face it, he went out, threw incredibly well in the second half against the Rams, pretty much had them brought back, and I would say a questionable defensive call to have Antoine Winfield guard Cooper Cup got him knocked out of the playoffs. So I know that the Bucks were older this offseason. There's going to be a lot of rebuilding there. I don't know that Kyle Trask is the answer. I think the Bucks are also probably going to be in a trade market. Maybe they are someone who tries to go for a Bridgewater or something like that. Although I feel like they would want something flashier. Uh, maybe they bring Jameis back. How awkward would that be? Uh, Derek, you have any thoughts about the goat or about replacing the goat? Uh, yeah. So Trask, I guess, is the next man up. I, I don't. I mean, you've sat behind him for what a year, two, full year. year now, one year. Uh, so you know, the, you, you drafted him for a reason. And I will, I will just say to goodbye to a three-time Super Bowl loser. Um, I hope that he has a nice retirement and never thinks about those uh, three that got away from him. <laughs> yeah, I, going to 10, winning seven is just amazing. No one is ever going to, uh, to match that. I will go out there and say that I saw... Because uh, there was a lot of rumors this past weekend about Brady maybe retiring. Brady and his dad saying they haven't told the GM. And uh, I saw today where Elon Manning tweeted a goodbye video to Tom Brady. Yeah. And uh, I saw someone, I can't think of who, so I apologize out there. But someone retweeted uh, Eli Manning's video and said, it's a good thing Tom Brady's dad is in agreement that Brady is retiring. So uh, that, that, that was a great one. And, and that's no, really he's all. a he's an amazing uh, player, and he will always be like. I saw something the other day that said he's had three Hall of Fame careers. Um, if you if you if you uh, sings out like six six or seven years, he's had you know as good of a he's had three different as good as Hall of Fame. Uh, careers as like Roethlisberger or some of the younger guys that we're seeing right now. Um, yeah, a, a tip of the cap to him. He went out on his own terms, did not want to have the Derek Jeter um, going to every stadium and getting the rocking chair and stuff like that that some players do um, and was like, okay, I'm playing it out. And could maybe maybe not maybe maybe not and then, you know, Schefter is like, hey, he's retiring. So to all to, to him the best. Absolutely, and uh, that's all we really have here. Uh, I will say that if you are listening to this, it is 
February when we're releasing it. So it is Tell a Friend February. We'd like for you to go ahead and tell two or three friends about Brody Sports Talk. Maybe shoot it to them in a group text and say, hey, check these guys out. They're kind of goofy. We're okay with that. Uh, Tell a friend. Make sure that you let them know how much you love to hear Brody Sports Talk and all of our zany and wackiness. And you can always uh, send them our link tree as well. L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash Brody Talk. So on behalf of Derek, thank you for listening to this NFL News and Notes segment and uh y'all have a good one bye bye guys